What's up, weirdos? I'm Heather. And I'm Josh. And you are here with us for another episode of Barrow Normal. Welcome. Barrow Normal. What are we talking about today? I don't know, dude. Don't pressure me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we're going to talk about Gold Point, Nevada today, which this is actually the last area in Nevada that is our past experiences and we have a bunch of things planned for future experiences that we're going to talk about but yeah this is the last of our older experiences so be excited older big ones i mean we still do have a couple smaller you know uh, investigations that we could talk about yeah like about. big cities yeah, is what yeah, i'm saying for like, sure yeah this one's just going to be specific to gold point we're yeah. not touching anything else really I mean, I know we kind of went into Gold Point on the last episode, but that's just because it's crazy in a desert. It's a cool, it's a cool place. We had a lot of weird experiences. And like I said, uh, I think we mentioned in the last one, it's, you have to prepare for everything when you go to Gold Point. Cause when Mm -hmm. we went out there, not only were we trying to prepare for, you know, ghost hunting and all all that that entails, but you're in the middle of nowhere. There's no cell signal. No. You had to drive about a mile out. So you got to make sure you have... Fuel, you've got, you know, everything that you need. Air in your tires. Air in your tires, yeah. (laughs) Uh, We had an incident. We woke up in the morning and we must have run over something and one of our tires was completely flat. Yep. In the middle of the desert, in the middle of nowhere. Thank goodness for the USGS. Right. And and there's students that were studying out there. Um, That was the coolest thing. They came out and helped us out and and pumped our our truck back up and got us back on the road. Um, So we were very, very thankful for them. Yep. Because, you know, like as as we mentioned, this is a a rural. I hate that word so much. (laughs) Rural. Rural area. (laughs) And, you know, there's not like services readily available. And especially if there's no cell service, who are you going to call and how? Ghostbusters. Listen, I wish. (laughs) I would call Ghostbusters so hard all the time for anything. Excuse me, Dan. (laughs) Hello, hello, Dan Aykroyd. (laughs) Please come and visit. Right. So, yeah, Gold Point. This is an interesting town. It actually, the history started a lot earlier than some of the other cities we've talked about, which was surprising. Yeah, I didn't know. I thought they were all around the same time. Yeah. But this was one of the earliest. Yes. That I that I found. Yeah, it was like 1868, I think is what I found was like the earliest time. Yeah, and and, and again, sometimes the the times are different because I got one that said that it was originally settled in the 1880s mm-hmm. by ranchers and a few miners. So, you know, it, it's hard when you get these little towns. There's not a lot of information out there. So you get conflicting information, too. Right. But, you know, and and uh, there's definitely... Um, Gold Point has their own website. It's like goldpointghosttown.com or something I like that. I saw that on there. It's, cool. it's actually really cool. So, you know, if, if we're giving false information or incorrect information, just let us know. Yeah. You know, we, we want to represent your town... Well, because we really enjoyed all the time that we spent there. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't want to piss off the residents there. Because <laughs> all seven of them will come to your house. Listen, I have conflicting reports on that one. <laughs> <laughs> the, what, the notes I saw were six mm-hmm. full oh, you're, time. You're right. Now it is six. In the, in the past, it was seven. Now it's six. Six full time and six... Up to six part-time. So does that mean 12 altogether, or does that just mean... 12 total sometimes. Okay. Like, 
And I actually read too that there are other people that own properties, but they never come out. Um, so the town technically could be larger. Mm-hmm. They're just the people don't come out to those areas. But um, yeah, there's they said six full time currently, and then up to six yeah. part time. So sometimes it might not even be twelve. It could be seven. You yeah, know, maybe one person came that year. That's or crazy. Yeah, to think about it, like all that w- went on there, and then now there's literally only six or seven people there at any given time. That sounds nice. Oh, yeah, I take peace it. and quiet. I'll take it. <laughs> Plus, you know, some friendly spirits to hang out with. Well, mm-hmm. how, how can you even beat that? Yeah, we definitely didn't have any... I don't think we had any real negative experiences there. I wouldn't say negative. I would say you might have pissed someone off. Yeah. But I wouldn't say it was negative because the reaction wasn't anything like... It was just like, maybe you just pissed off one of the ghosts there. Hmm. I have to go into that one. You don't remember this? I don't know if I remember. I, <laughs> I think you, you know do. me. My memory is so bad, but once you get into it, I'll start to remember it yeah. again. But let's go into a little bit of history on Gold Point because it is interesting. Mm-hmm. And it actually used to be called Horn Silver. Yep, it was. Because that was the primary thing that they found there initially was silver. Also like also known as uh, chloride, right? Or chloride or something like that? Chloride's in Arizona. Okay. Something I don't know. Again, Clem, I'd... Or are you saying are you saying the The mineral there oh, was chloride I don't, or I something? I don't know. Yeah. I didn't look that part up. Yeah. So you might be right. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, oh I do have eighteen eighty here mm-hmm. that there was they found better silver areas. Yeah. Um, but water, as is typical in a desert, was hard to come by. Right. And so in order to to mine the ore that they found, they would have to ship it. Yeah. To a nearby town um, called Lita, which actually I just looked up. I seriously live in Nevada and I just find this stuff out. But Lita is, um, it's it's a ghost town. There's like a building or two, but it's still there. It's Ooh, like, we yeah. have to go check that out then. It's like near, near this, but... Well, you know, it's funny. You, you mentioned it. It was the, the, it was scarce on water. Mm-hmm. It's still scarce on water. Oh, it's yeah. literally a dust bowl. There's not a lot there. No, no. That's what I'm saying. When you go out there, be prepared. I mean, they have a bar out there, and they've got some some utilities and stuff making mm-hmm. the place run. But it's there's not a lot out there. So if you're going to venture out there, make sure you have enough gas to get back. Yep. And that's why it's really important when you do go there to support that town. Go into the bar, buy the, you know, have a meal there. If you want to stay, they have cabins and stuff. You yeah. got to keep that town going. You know, they're, like I said, it's it's a town of six most times. So yeah. they, they need all the help they can get. Yeah. Um, but because they had to ship the ore to Lita with the shipping costs, the milling costs, mm-hmm. and because there was no nearby railroads <laughs> to Gold Point, or I'm sorry, Horn Silver at the time, it got abandoned by right. like 1882. Yeah, because the sh- they had literally gold and silver mm-hmm. in them, their mines, <laughs> but they couldn't get it to where it would be a value to anybody yeah. because they're just in so far in the middle of the desert. Right. Again, make sure you can get out once <laughs> yes. you're there. Yes. Because it's that far in the middle of the desert. It is. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. So then, about 20 years later, is is what I have. Um, People came again, found more ore, and that ended up bringing about 40,000 people back to um, Line Point, which Mm -hmm. was um, the initial, like, tent city area that they had was Line Point. Um, 
Then by 1905, the Great Western Mine began operations. Mm -hmm. And they they found high-grade silver. Right. So it kind of was like Horn Silver 2.0. Yeah. They brought, they brought the town back. And they but it were, was like a better quality, right? Yes. It's like Tiffany's now. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then, of course, because they were doing well, just like Goldfield, just like Rhyolite, they started getting things popping up in the town. Mm-hmm. So in 1908, uh, they had a newspaper, a post office. Yep. A chamber of commerce. Yep. And a railroad was projected, but never got closer than 15 miles away, which is where Lita is. The post office is still there. It is still there. We spent some time in there. We sure did. <laughs> and the postmistress is still there as well. She's a feisty one. <laughs> so their peak population in Horn Silver was only at a thousand, so... I'm not sure when it said brought like 40,000 people, if that just meant like to the town, back and overall, forth, back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah probably overall time. Overall time yeah. And then the actual population mm-hmm. at the peak was a thousand. I can't imagine that town supporting 40,000 people. Yeah. I mean, right now I'm, I'm about to say another, another thing. And this blows my mind because when you go to the town, it, it is quite small. Yeah. Um, but it said that they had over 225 wood-framed buildings, tents, and shacks. Wow. That's I, a, I didn't know that. I can't visualize that. Yeah. Yeah, again, I mean, there there are some buildings out there, and there's right. some mines and, and yes. mine shafts, and they've done a lot to preserve it, but there, there's not a lot. It, it's no. a ghost town. Yeah. You know, think of it that way. It's a ghost town. It's There's dirt, and there's a couple buildings, mm-hmm. and it's very period- and you can see the age that the desert, you know, really puts on these buildings. Yeah, for sure. That's why they need the support. Guess what else they had a lot of, though? Not just wood frame buildings, tents, and shacks. But... Ooh, ooh, I know, I yeah, know, I Yeah, know. what, what? Bars. Yes! They had 13 saloons. There's always the bars. We love our bars here. <laughs> Nevada's all about the bars. They had, at one point, more bars than they currently have citizens. That's accurate. <laughs> Now they just have the one, but it's so cool. It's so cool in there. You guys definitely have to go visit. Um, so by 1909, mining had stopped being profitable mm-hmm. due to mining properties mm. being stuck in litigation due yeah. to claim jumping. Yeah. So literally, they had this stuff to mine, but it no longer was profitable because what the money that they made off of it, they were paying to. Get it out of litigation, out of court. Yeah. It was crazy. They just, they just had everything against them. It was mm-hmm. the, the shipping and, you know, all. it was just so many things going on that were just making it hard for them to be, be profitable. Exactly. Um, so it's basically slowed the mm-hmm. mining down again. Right. Um, and then in 1922, Charles Stoneham, it says he was from the New York Giants baseball team. I don't oh. know what that is. I didn't know this part. I'm <laughs> anxious to hear this one. Uh, said he purchased the Great Western Mine, and it uh, produced over $500,000. Wow. The price of gold from that mine was $20 an ounce. Dang. It's actually pretty high, right? Yeah. From back like, then. Yeah, especially back then. Then, in 1927, this is when it gets exciting. Yeah, this is the point. That, this is where I pick back up. Yeah, at. this is, gets very exciting. J.W. Dunphy, who is a miner, mm-hmm. found a large amount of gold 
And, of course, at that point realize, hey, gold produces more than silver. Mm-hmm. It's more so profitable. in order to get even more people to come to the town, that's when they're like, let's change the name from Horn Silver to Gold, gold point. point. That's where they got the name. Yep. Yep. And that's because of all that gold in them, their hills. Yep. But then guess what? What, what happened? happened after that? What always happens after that? <laughs> Falls apart again because, because of the war. Yes. World 1940. Yep. Because of the war, actually, War Order L-208, it says basically what that order was is where civilian industry converts to wartime production. So it's like, okay, stop producing your gold and silver because that doesn't help us. You need to come help us make stuff for war. All gold gold mines were shut down. And, you know, it's funny. It's crazy about that is. I've heard other stories, um, like in Colorado, in, in Marble, Colorado, there's mm-hmm. a mine up there that, where they mine the, the marble mines and everything like that. That also got shut down at, during a war. I'm not sure if it was World War II, but it got shut down. And the, they actually took all the the marble, they took all the steel, everything out of there to use it for making bombs and stuff. Wow. Yeah, shut the entire place down. Oh, yeah. that's crazy. Oh, my gosh. So... After that, the mining did resume after the war Mm -hmm. until about the 1960s. Then um, some dynamite went off uh, in the Dunphy shaft. So that, you know, the J.W. Dunphy who found the gold that was in that shaft, it went off wrong and basically caved in most of the ceiling. Oh. So the cost to dig it back up was going to be... not worth it based on whatever gold was left in there i guess it wasn't worth the cost to open the mine back up there weren't people inside the mine though no no people not that i read i I don't think that they said any people died not Um, that they're telling us about not that they're saying (laughs) but you know uh, there might be miners that haunt gold point i don't know that we experienced any miners but maybe Maybe, I we mean, had some it, we had some interesting stuff. I mean, yeah. there, there might have been some. We, we didn't really, we couldn't really tell if they were miners or not, or they, they might have just been people that were there at one point. Yeah, but so basically because of that, it's kind of died down as a town again. Mm-hmm. Um, it became a ghost town, essentially, for like the next 10 years. Yep. And then um, in, it said 1930-ish... Again, I'm not sure about the exact date, sorry. Um, but Aura Mae Wiley uh, came to Gold Point where she met her future husband, Senator Harry Wiley. They actually, she lived in Gold Point until she died in 1980. Um, sorry, turning the page. You should be a history buff. You, you found a lot more information than I did. I love history. I don't know if I've said that before to you guys. I'm pretty sure I've said that before to you guys. But I love history. Especially when it's like connected to paranormal stuff. It's just so cool and interesting. Right. Anyway, so Harry Wiley served as the senator until his death in 1955. So he died like 25 years before Aura May. Dang. So she actually just stayed in Gold Point and... Lived her life out there. That's interesting. That's crazy. So they both operated uh, the general store and a standard gas station. General store still stands and so does the standard gas station. Yes. And Aura Mae became the postmistress 
and she was the postmistress from 1940 to 1964. And then in 1967, that was when the post office officially closed. So currently, like you said, the post office is still there. Um, the, the general store, the gas station, and the saloon, which is really cool. They have like cool kitschy stuff in there that you can look at and pictures and stuff up. And they just, they really love telling stories about their town. You know, you can, you can have all kinds of conversations with them. They're, they're real open. The funny thing is, though, I did want to mention, cause I was on their website and it made me laugh. Um, but it, it said something to the effect of like, um, just because you don't see us doesn't mean we're not watching you or something like that. Like, because I guess people have come through and, and maybe messed with like buildings yeah. and stuff, not realizing that's someone's home. That's like some Hills Have Eyes stuff. That, that's a Hills Have Eyes warning kind of thing. Yeah, but like, it, exactly. You shouldn't just go in and Absolutely. assume that a building you're touching isn't owned by somebody. Oh, yeah. It's you know? still there. You know? Somebody's taking care of it to keep it alive. That Otherwise, the desert would have just owned it. Right. If it's standing, you shouldn't be touching it because somebody's, someone's, somebody's caring for it. Yeah. it. Exactly. Especially in this desert. that You see the desert, like, there's a reason that buildings aren't 34 or there aren't over 30 or 40 years in vegas because they just fall apart yeah oh yeah so if it's still standing people made it stand it's true so that's kind of all the history i have i don't know if you have more you want to go over no i mean you hit everything that i really had down too so i mean i would be repeating everything so there's no point in that but if we ever went back because the reason we've been to gold point a few times is um our friend justin again his his crew he was with before um, they would do events during mm-hmm. Memorial Day weekend. Right. And it was like the uh, Paranormal and Preservation Weekend. I yeah, remember that's, that's what, what they would call it. Because, of, you know, they were trying to do fun stuff, but also help, you know, repair the town. Right. So people could come out. They could uh, rent one of the cabins to sleep in. Um, te- you know, you could camp there, but you'd pay like a $5 camping fee or something. They had food in the saloon that you could buy, um, you know, of course, alcohol, stuff like that. Just basically stuff. And it was all going to help preserve the town and keep, yeah. it, keep it up. And it was it was really fun. We did that a couple of times. And I'm not sure if they still do that there. Um, but I definitely suggest you can absolutely reach out to them. They they. Yeah, I, th- I, nice. I, 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 I think you mentioned that they rent out some of the cabins and stuff they like do, that, too. They do, yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely stuff still going on there. And, and I'm sure if you tell them that you want to go out there and maybe investigate, they would be more than happy to let Absolutely. you do so. The, the town was very, very welcoming. Yes. They're very nice and open and they love talking story and I love listening to stories. <laughs> so, it's awesome. All right. So, on to the experiences. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So, um, one of the, uh, first ones I remember, I was actually trying to find the EVPs. Um, I didn't find this specific one, so I have to go through it again, but I'm going to be, we got some good stuff we're going to play for you guys. But, uh, we were in one of the old residences. It was 
myself and my kids, Josh was with mm-hmm. another group because we actually, because we would go there, They, I think they asked us to kind of help out and lead groups. Yeah, we were helping with the with the groups. And I, yeah, so they split up basically the adults to help kind of lead the different groups that were there because quite a lot of people showed up. Yeah, it was pretty impressive actually. Mm-hmm. So the group that I was with, um, there were a bunch of other people there, but I was with me and my two boys and uh, they were doing the... Um, like the ghost box. What is that thing called? I always, the ghost. Spear box. Spear box. Yeah. <laughs> you think I should know these names by now? I use them all the time. So yeah, they were using the spirit box and something had come across some, some mail that said he had uh, stayed there before and that he died there in a fire. And when it came mm, across and it, it said the fire, you know, on the machine, yeah. we actually a good got, impression. right? Yeah. Fire. <laughs> um, the the word fire was actually whispered on our recorder that we had going at the same time. Yeah, so it was like it repeated itself a few times. It kept saying fire in that in that building. Or yeah, that room. and then um, yeah, we actually had it whispered fire, like yeah. like it was acknowledging it on our recorder as well. So whatever was talking to us was powerful enough to hit multiple devices. Right. Because to me, that's a lot of energy. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool that they were able to do that, yeah. It's really weird. I'm just going to vocalize right now that is when I was talking about that, I got really, like, cold right back here. My, my legs are goosebumps <laughs> and everything, yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm all goose pimply. It's been, it's been a minute, man. This stuff's scary. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that was that was one of the things that, uh for for me, that uh, I experienced. Josh wasn't there, so I wanted to talk about that first. Yeah. But I know you have quite a few. I have a few. Um, we, while we were out on doing tours and stuff like that, and I, I remember, and I don't remember if it was a tour, if it was just us going out and checking everything out, but we were in the post office area and somebody got a light bulb thrown at them. Right. I remember from that, the yeah. ceiling. And, and there's so many things wrong with this picture already. Mm-hmm. Cause one, how did the light bulb come from the ceiling? Two, where was the light bulb in the first place? Because there's no light fixtures. Three, there's no electricity for an electric light bulb to be plugged into in the building. Yeah, at the time there wasn't. I don't know if they have it now, but at the time there wasn't. So this light bulb essentially materialized because mm-hmm. there's had no place in the building. Fell from the, the roof or ceiling down onto a woman's head. Yeah. It didn't break. And then it hit the ground. But, you know, it, it it doesn't make any sense to why this... We all were like, where did this light bulb come from? Why is it here? That's crazy. It, it, you know, it, it made no sense to why it, it would be there. And also, why would it be in the rafters of all places? I almost understand if... Okay, maybe somebody was setting up and they left a the light bulb somewhere. Yeah. How the hell did it get in the rafters? Right. And then... Fall perfectly on her head and not break. Right. It, it, it was a trip. Yeah, it was definitely a trip. But she was uh, ready to leave after that. I'm sure. I, I remember she did not want to be around after that. But yeah, that was... Because that, to me, would seem like a direct threat yeah. towards that person. And, and this was broad daylight. Yeah. Because we were doing these tours during the day. We, you know, the when we started doing it for ourselves, it was a little bit later at night. And then we would take some people with that. But... Yeah, this was just a walking through a building during the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, most of the stuff there, too, was during the day, I believe. We yeah. had a couple at night. I, th- I think also what just plays into it is the town, because it's a ghost town, 
because you have that ghost town feel and everything's kind of falling apart, it has an eerie vibe to right. it. So that plays into all the the creepy vibes and the feels and the and the goosebumps and stuff like that too. Yeah. Um so you it your mind really wants to experience something. Yeah. But if you just shut up and pay attention, you'll start seeing stuff. I mean yeah. stuff moves you get smells there. I think we actually got smells of smoke in that one room, too, where the, the guy burned. Yeah, and, and I actually didn't remember this until I started listening back to the old recordings. But uh, I had run into, like, a suitcase. Um, and I was like, oh, whoa. And uh, I I heard in the recording that someone was like, how did that get there? So and so had it on the other side of the room, and I yeah. like it had just been placed in my way, like yeah. right off. The, I was walking in a straight line behind everyone else who walked in front of me, and then all of a sudden there was a suitcase that I tripped yeah. over. It I was do remember that. You know, interesting. And it, we had a lot of that yeah. where stuff got moved around a lot. That's why I'm saying mischievous, not mean, not yeah. scary. It was mischievous. Yeah, it, definitely mischievous. Yeah, like, like it was is joking around. However, there was one that uh, I, I, I'm assuming this might be the one you're talking about that I pissed off. But yeah. um, there was one in in the house that we actually. Oh, no, st- no, no. OK, so this is. this. But is, I think that's the same one. OK, so this one, we were actually in this house and we were investigating the house earlier because somebody had said that they had some weird stuff happening in there. And one, I think it's one of the residents or the people that live there. They just opened this house up to us. We, Heather and I slept in this room. After we did all these investigations, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm OCD, so I know where I put everything. I took my clothes off, got ready for bed, folded them up nicely, had them stacked on top of my bag, right next to my head on the ground. Right. That side of the bed was closest to a wall. Heather was on the side where that was closest to the door. Right, because when the, the killer comes in, he wants me to go first. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um so, when we wake up, though, we I, I go to get my clothes, and I look down to my bag where everything is, and everything's gone. <laughs> my clothes were taken from the room and thrown out the front door. Out of the building. The entire building. I was not welcomed there anymore. Yeah, so that's why I said, I think he pissed someone off. He must have done something. Mm-hmm. So maybe because you were with the girl that got hit in the head, maybe she did something and maybe. then you were by association. Yeah. But what was interesting is we decided to leave a recorder going mm-hmm. while we were sleeping. I was hoping you were going to bring this up. Yes. And this is why I think this is the same one. So it only went, the, the actual recording is only about 36 minutes. So it, just to tell you a little about myself, I don't sleep well at all. Right. <laughs> it takes me a very long time to fall asleep. So especially back then, before we had, you know, legal weed, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it was very difficult for me to go to sleep. So, uh, you know, I struggled to go to bed and I actually remember hearing this live but thankfully, we also caught it on the recording, so we will definitely post that probably on our social media for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but we start to—I start to hear someone like come into the house because we were in a room of this house. So I hear the front door open and shut clearly, very clearly. I hear 
to me what sounded like cowboy boots because it was so heavy. Hard sold. And and mind you, they had wood floors because it's wood buildings. Right. But um it's it was different. It was different from the sound of everyone else's shoes. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah, definitely hard sold, heavier shoes. So of course I start to like I'm sort of falling asleep, but not quite. So I'm just like thinking it's someone else, you know, because other people were staying in that front room. And I'm like, okay, if if someone's walking in and no one's saying anything, it's obviously someone they know. Right. They would have been like, hey, who's in here? Or like, ah, whatever. Yeah. I wasn't hearing any screaming or yelling or high-fiving. So I was like, okay, they they know or whatever. It's the middle of the night. So they're, they're go- hopefully they're just going to sleep. Yeah. So now, mind you... I kept my eyes closed because I don't want to fuck with that shit. <laughs> so I start to hear our bedroom door open. And I'm freaking out at this point, but Josh is full on snoring, which you'll probably hear as well if we play that part of it. I don't snore. That was a ghost. Snore so hard. Oh my gosh. That was a sleepy ghost. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Anyway, so I start to hear the door open And I actually, like, I crack my eyes enough to look. And guess what the frick I saw? The door was not opened. The door was not opening. So you heard it open. I heard it. But it didn't open. But it didn't open. So I shut my eyes again because I didn't want to. I had no idea what was going on. Could hear footsteps. Hear the footsteps again. And I just. And that must have been, I'm assuming, when this ghost picked up your clothes and took off with it because yeah. maybe I you heard the door closing maybe i heard it clo- yeah maybe i woke up and heard it closing but i yeah. thought i heard the front door and the bedroom but maybe it was bedroom front door yeah maybe it had already gotten into the room yeah got to the other side of the bed near to the wall got my clothes and it was leaving and you heard the door closing and you know what's crazy to me just think about this for a second it had enough energy to create the sound of a door or maybe there was a door they were actually opening but this is a different realm i couldn't see this thing but it could pick up your clothing right and and walk through walls or other doors we're already thinking too linear because we're going i know okay so this thing walked into the building how to get in the building this thing materialized probably close to the side of the bed where the clothes were said get rid of these stupid clothes (laughs) What is this guy from Back to the Future thinking I was Marty McFly? He said, take these out of here. Threw them out the room. And you actually heard him walking from the room out. He was just leaving. Yeah. Hmm. He just happened to materialize at that moment or something like that. By the way, thank you for movie referencing because I had none for Gold Point. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. I was so worried. I actually did find one. And and I might get you to pull it up if you can because I can't right now. But I found a TripAdvisor um review for gold point and it was adorable because they were talking about how they filmed like a short movie there so i kind of want to give them props because there was a movie filmed at gold point okay i'm gonna let me see what, what yeah i would do like gold point tripervisor but it's super cool like they they had actually put on the review that they had uh filmed a movie in gold point so i'm kind of curious i like all those like small i you know i i went i did film in college so i like that stuff but. yeah that's a super awesome who would have thought but yeah so we actually have the recording of those footsteps um there are several of course 
And so we'll we'll get that. I'm trying to figure it out because it's not transferring to the phone because, like I said, they're recorders, you know, like this was old school stuff. So I think what I may have to do is just record the recording. It's going to be horrible, but. Okay, I found the movie. Yes. So the movie was shot last September 2012, it says. Okay. And it was called Bruno and Erlene Go to Vegas. Yes. It says, it was so perfect in a hundred different ways. It really is like going into a time warp. They're, they're referring to Goldfield. So, yeah, it, it's, it really is. It's it's like literally driving back into time. Gold Point, you mean? Yeah. You said Goldfield. I always do that. <laughs> I mix Goldfield and Gold Point. I, I almost use those words synonymously. And they're actually not similar at all. Not Gold, even. Gold Point is so much smaller than Goldfield. And Goldfield is more established really yes and they have you know they have more of a population Mm -hmm. but you know oh also goldfield and gold point are about half an hour away from each other so if you decided to make the trip out and say you wanted to go to goldfield yeah go to gold point because it's only a half an hour away both yeah yeah it's really cool and you know if you're going out there again just be be respectful you know don't take things just because no. There are people that are saving those. They, it might look like a junkyard to some people, but they're actually collecting those and they're saving those and uses them for restorations on different buildings and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you'll you'll see like uh you know an area and there's just a, a thousand doors. Well, those are doors for certain buildings that they're right. trying to restore. So just leave it all there, please. Every single item that <clears throat> exists in that city is stuff that they're using or mm-hmm. owned by people that live there. Yeah, it's there for a reason. It's, it's there for a reason. But absolutely, go in there, go into the bar, say hello. They will sit and talk to you. They'll make you a mean meal. Yep. It'll be awesome. And if you really want to, if you if you want some like old antique stuff, stop through Rhyolite, and there's a bunch of little antique places right off the side of the road that you can go to. Totally. You know, so the, and there, there's a couple of places that you can stop along the way. You could make, like, you could... Just literally take a week or two mm-hmm. vacation and just trek up Nevada and hit so many cool ghost town places. Yeah. Because even in Tonopah, which we are planning, but we're not going to. And I've brought up so many times, you guys are probably sick of hearing it. <laughs> but they've got the Clown Motel, <laughs> which I'm so excited for. Sorry, I'm well, so excited. We might do some live stuff if we go there soon. We totally are. Oh, oh, speaking of live stuff, by the way, I want to mention this because we just found out about it today. Thank you to my love, Bababa Josh, <laughs> because he sends me this text and like shows me and he's like, I'm just going to put this right here. And it literally is like a screenshot showing that Boulder City is now going to start doing a haunted ghost tour. And I got so excited because I don't know if you guys remember, but during the Vegas episode, we talked about Boulder City for a little bit and how the last time we went, they didn't embrace the ghosts that were going, you know, that were right. there and the, and the spooky culture. But now they have embraced it and we've already booked our tickets. So we will definitely put that in an episode to talk to you guys about because I am so excited. I'm actually getting like foamy mouth. <laughs> I thought like you got rabies or something. <laughs> I got foamy mouth right now. <laughs> You're drooling. You're so excited. That's I just, funny. I love this stuff. And we planned it especially like right before Josh's birthday, which... Uh, I never mentioned on here, but he's born on Halloween. So. Send presents. It's, yeah, presents, but no. Um, that's just barbaro normal for you. Anyway. Right. But we have it scheduled like at the weekend of Halloween. It's going to be so fun. Yeah, that'll so. be fun. 
But absolutely. More places for you guys to visit. Boulder City, absolutely visit that, especially now that they're embracing their haunted culture. Hopefully we got some new EVPs to play for people. We have some EVPs. I think we're going to have to play it on social media, yeah. though. Oh, don't forget to check out the... the Well, you put it on Instagram, right? The Yes, I did. So... Uh, if you recall, thank you for yeah. reminding me. If you recall on the last episode where we talked about Goldfield, um, Josh talked about the red pool ball right. that was on a banister that didn't make sense. Well, we actually posted the photos of that on our Instagram, so go check it out. The Instagram is Barrow Normal Podcast. And there's a, I also put photos up of the, the wall of darkness, mm-hmm. the, the scary wall that Josh talked about that went farther back until it was gone. Yeah. Which I think was the stabber. <laughs> I think he was about to stab you. I just still don't understand with doing so much with light and photography that I've, I've always loved light and photography. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense how a flash couldn't go through a shadow. Right. And it, you see the pictures in succession. It doesn't make any sense to me. No. Yeah. Not to me either. But. but speaking of socials, we also have a Facebook page if you want to like that. It is Barrow Normal Podcast. And listen, if you've got any stories that you want us to read, we will be happy to read them on the podcast. Send them to barrownormalpodcast at gmail.com. Where's that again? Barrow Normal G Pod. <laughs> Barrow Normal G Pod. <laughs> I'm not sure anybody's going to go there. No, nope, that's not what it is. That's, that's what you get for asking me to say it a second I time. My, my mouth doesn't work. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. That's barrownormalpodcast at gmail.com. That was funny. Yeah. So whatever with that one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, this one ended up being a little bit shorter because like I said, the goal point, we've been there a couple times and the majority of our experiences were actually happened like to us and we were lucky to get a couple of EVPs. Lots of personal experiences Mm -hmm. and really everybody that went there. All came to us and told us they had personal experiences. Everyone. And, and, and if you if you have a K2 meter or an EMF reader, bring a tri-field meter or one of those things because you will have experiences with that for sure. Right. We had a lot of experiences with EMF that didn't make sense where it would just start pinging for no reason. Yeah. We had a lot of experiences with uh, thermal experiences where we were following, you know, cold spots that were moving around. When, yeah. I, when I went into the house where they said um, fire... My batteries died almost immediately. I had to actually get one of the other people to give me some batteries so I could actually record. Yeah. In in the bar is where we had the thermal uh, experiences with, with mm-hmm. the, the cold just moving the way it was. It was really bizarre. And we followed it for a good hour, I would say. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, we also had people using the spirit boxes in the bar and they were getting, you know, somewhat intelligent conversation. You you could definitely see what was going on there. Yeah. You know, so so there, there's... You be the judge. Go out there and find out for yourself what it is. It was awesome. I liked it. Exactly. Yeah. And also, I just want to say, so, you know, we talk about how we're, we joke about how we're old on here and we just got social media back. (laughs) But I actually want to say we've been like floored with the social media response on Instagram and just wanted to say thank you to all of our followers Um, because we've really only had it for... (laughs) Not long at all. I don't know. A week or two, maybe? Maybe a week or two, yeah. And we're like almost at a hundred. I don't know if that's like good in social media standards, but I don't care. I'm so stoked, and thank you guys for following us. We're we're happy to have every all hundred of you, even if it's most of our family. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to give an extra shout out to Fringe News. 
he's a cool dude. Thank you. Um, but yeah, if you guys have, if you want to follow us, if you haven't followed us, you should follow us. It's Baranormal Podcast, both on Facebook and Instagram. And then please, please, please send us your stories or even story ideas. You know, if you want us to research a place, like we said, and, and maybe visit, keep it in a, a drivable area. Right. <laughs> California, Utah, Arizona. Yeah. That's about where we can go right now. But yeah, ideas, stories, please. Baranormalpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you guys. And who knows, if you're local in our town, maybe we'll even go do some investigations together. Email us. Even if you have a house that you've got some weird stuff going on and you just want to know what's going on, let us know. We'll find out what's going on. Maybe we'll stop by. We'll we'll, we'll get you in touch with somebody that might be able to help you out. You know, we have friends in this too. So let us know what's going on. We would love to come out and help you out. Yeah, we've been doing this for a long time. Have a lot of tools and... If we don't have the right tools, we also have people who have the right tools. Right. <laughs> so really, you know, we would just love to have a community. This this community is a really cool community and I just want to get involved with it. Yeah. Get involved with us, people. <laughs> I'm right. sorry. I take that back. Get involved with us, weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> I think she had too much sugar. I love history. Anyways. Yeah. So contact us and we will... Have another story next week. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. (laughs) All right. See you later, weirdos. Adios, weirdos.